Oh my god. Welcome everybody. Oh my god. To the virtual homework podcast. It's been podcast. a while. I love that every single time I say it's been a while when like they have no idea it's <laughs> been like, a while, what? but it's actually been a what bit. What are you talking about? I just listened to your previous episode like 10 minutes ago. Like, Yeah, man. Um, No, but we actually, we skipped a week, but we're actually doing a new schedule now, so we should be a little bit more recent. We're trying to get a little bit more of a production uh, schedule going where like we actually talk about recent events instead of two weeks after the fact, like you might hear us talk about something that you forgot existed. But real quickly, I'm Dana. Also known as Sphinctus. I'm Sam. Really fucked up the rhythm <laughs> I'm Sam. <laughs> Fucking. And this is the Virtual Homework Podcast. Let's do a little bit of a theme song. What's good, man? It's your boy, Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. We don't got it anymore. We, we fucked up the rhythm. <laughs> Oh, so God. so, what do we talk about on the virtual homework podcast, Sam? Well, the first thing we talk about is, did you pee your pants after the last yeah, podcast? twice. Actually, ten times. I'm peeing my pants right now. Okay. Then you definitely upheld your end of the bargain, because I was editing the last podcast, and I had, I had a little bit of a note here. You said verbatim, if we do not play Red Out right after the podcast, I will wet the bed immediately <laughs> like a bitch. Well, I guess wet the bed is different than pee the pants. Did you wet the bed? I just made a, a P P sound. I didn't hear it, but I'll I'll add one in if it's not visible <laughs> on the mic. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I went to bed every day of my life. I I had like a we're we're actually going personal here. I had like this dream like two days ago where it's like it was National Treasure. Like I like murdered some guy in my dream, and then like part of it was like I murdered him because like there was this like National Treasure shit, and like then we got held hostage, and this guy's like, "You better pee on this wall. This wall has a secret." <laughs> and then it's like, "You gotta pee on this dead body." Like it was like some fucked up shit. I had to pee on everything. And then I realized that, like, when I woke up, I really had to go to the bathroom. Uh, how do so. I? How do I like match that? Like, I w- w- what do you expect me to say to any of that? You had a national treasure dream where they they forced you to pee on things. Like, I like. Well, no, I just really had to go to the bathroom. Like, when I woke how, up like like. How, how course, am I supposed? That, that's how the how dream am I supposed works. To react? Like, oh my gosh! Like, oh ah. It's ee, like Inception oh, when it's like, raining outside because <laughs> the, the guy didn't go to the bathroom before the Inception. It's you pee on you pee on Nick Cage. Well, at least you didn't. And and then you. Then you talk about I I don't know like video games on the podcast. At least you didn't pee the bed. So have have you have you done anything interesting in video games since our last podcast two weeks ago? So long ago. By the way, we're recording this at like two forty in the morning. It's it's this, this is, is obscene. this is one of the more unhinged episodes. By yeah, the way, it's gonna go off the rails right now. I mean, I I got a switch. I was playing a shit ton of Luminous. I played a bunch of Tetris because you know Tetris is free. You play any Nintendo games? Uh, I mean, I played like the SNES because that's like free and stuff like that. But um, any of like the new stuff, I haven't really devolved into. So I have some. I love I love the Switch, but the problem with it is like, if this thing just had like Crunchyroll and Netflix on it, it would be the best gaming machine ever made. Like that is literally all it's missing is like three apps, like a YouTube app a Crunchyroll app, and, like, uh, a Netflix app. Dude, welcome to 2017 when we were arguing Really? Congratulations on on joining the mainstream. No, like, this was, like, a huge talking point, like, when the Switch was released. Like, people were like, wow, no Netflix, no Hulu on release? 
how are they going to compete with the other consoles? And then, like, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just, like, make, I guess I'm making the point with, like, my three years later boomer energy. Like, it would just be really cool to have that. Because this is literally the perfect system to just, like, lay in bed and play. Like, every time I played it, it's like, I'm going to go to bed now. Instead, I'm just going to sit and play the Switch for, like, two hours. Oh, I, I 100% mentioned this before on the podcast, but I thought I was going to be playing this game docked or this system docked. Like, you have a Switch Lite, yeah. I know. So, like, you're... You cannot play it docked. I think it doesn't even... I, I wouldn't docked, even play it docked, I don't think. It's just, like, the perfect size. Yeah. Like, 5% of the time use the dock, 95% of the time just played it portable. Because I, I just want to chill in a very inconvenient position to play console in, in games on the TV. In your giant beanbag chair? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, that's, that chair's dope. And I, I it's, it's very impractical, but it's dope. And I play video games on it, and you're jealous. That's how it so works. So what game do we play this week? Before we talk about a game we went into this week, I have to make an apology. Wow. Wow. I said that read out, I was like, oh shit, this game has VR support and I'll get to that later. I said that about like three minutes into the episode yeah. and then I just never talked about it. Like a whole hour went by and I, I forgot about going back to the VR support. Someone was probably left hanging. They're like, oh, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of VR and uh, I, I want to know what he thinks that- Do you own VR? Game. I don't, but uh, this is what I was going to say with it. It's probably cool. Oh yeah, I imagine like being like fully engrossed in that game with all like the the graphics and everything flying past you would probably be fucking uh, incredibly nauseating, but really cool. Yeah, so that's that's all I had to say. I can't do, I can't do <laughs> VR. I instantly I, get sick. I hope I hope it was worth worth the wait for me to say it'd probably be cool in VR. <laughs> yeah, the, our our listeners are on the edge of their fucking seats waiting for you to finally the VR talk about Red Out. You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, if, if we're really gonna talk about Red Out, like, for one last thing, I, I after Red Out, I like looked more into Fast Racing Neo and Fast Remix, and I just really want to play that instead of Red Out. I liked Red Out, like, it's a really good game. I guess you have a Switch now, so you could actually play Fast. Yeah, Remix. you, like you sent me the link game. for it, and like, I think I might get it because you said it's like a better version of Red Out. Well, I don't know anything about the game, but just from trailers, it looks like it is, and it got good reviews. So maybe, maybe one day we'll play it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a couple years from now we'll play it on the podcast. Yeah, so speaking of playing things on the podcast, this week we played, you may be familiar with the game Earthbound. We played the predecessor to it, which is Mother. Um, Earthbound is actually called Mother 2 in Japan, and I guess we played Mother 1. It's it's a clusterfuck. It, it reminds me of like the Mario Brothers 1, like the Lost uh, Levels, like that kind of shit type thing, but... Yeah, so the U.S. got Earthbound. Uh, it actually is Mother 2. Uh, there's Mother 1, 2, and 3. Uh, Mother 1 was only released for the Famicom, and uh, it was it was also released for the Wii U uh, very, very late as Earthbound Beginnings. Uh, there is actually an official translation way later called Earthbound Beginnings, but as, as a fair playing field, I know that Dana doesn't have a Wii U. We played on a translated ROM. It's okay because we both own the GBA port of Mother 1 Plus 2. Yes, there was exactly. a GBA version of the game uh, that included both Mother 1 and Earthbound, uh, but they were not translated. There's a ROM hack that translates Mother 1 and not 2. We played on the GBA version. Mm -hmm. um, so we played the s prequel to Mother called Earthbound Beginnings in the U.S., and it is an you, RPG. You mean the prequel to uh, Mother Two? Prequel to Earthbound, right? Yeah, you said you said you said prequel to Mother. Well, then I'm an idiot, and it happens. I'm sorry. 
You're sorry too. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, like what's pretty cool about this ROM hack, though, I don't know if you notice. As soon as you start the game, there's a chest to the right of you that ca- uh, has an item in it. I'm not sure if you saw it. I was actually really pissed about this. So, so one of the things that people say about Mother One, the video game is apparently very hard and very grindy. So yes. the issue people have with Mother One, so Mother One is an RPG. If you've ever played Earthbound, it's similar to Earthbound where uh, it, it's RPG and it has encounters kind of like Random Pokemon. enemies, yeah. It's going to be like yeah. any Final Fantasy or anything like that, turn-based uh, attacks and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and they get harder and harder as they go. But there is a steep difficulty curve in that like there are certain areas where if you're not a certain level, you'll just get fucking annihilated immediately. Yeah. And the spawn rate is extremely high. So there's yes. an item called the Easy Ring, which I didn't know I had. I, I, I actually had a Did you really not? Did you really no, not so, wear it? So like I know I wore it. I wore it, but the thing is I didn't realize that was like not a normal item in the game. Uh yeah. these hackers made a game or made it something called the Easy Ring which uh, allowed one character, the main character, uh you could have multiple persons in a party, but uh the main character he has double EXP and it decreases the spawn rate of enemies in the game. Yes. Which is which is really funny because I it seemed like the spawn rate was fucking huge, right? Yeah. So um, apparently it's way worse. Like yeah, you, to, to like, go to go further on this point, like one of the major re- uh, reasons like fans of the Mother series don't really recommend the first game is they always say is because of the spawn rate, because of the difficulty and like lack of XP and lack of uh, money. Because something else the easy ring gets is uh, it it doubles the amount of money you get as well. Okay, I, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So um, to be honest, I, I didn't really use the uh, the money system too much. I I ended the game. So so to to go into this game and how much I played, uh, I actually beat the game one hundred percent. Like not even so you're oh, wow. able to beat this game, and there isn't really a uh, there's not really a progression system. But like you could pretty much go everywhere. I literally talked to every single person you could. I spent like roughly 30 hours on this game, and I think that part of the reason why I was able to do that is because we took a week off. Yeah. And I, I actually kind of appreciate it. I was able to play this game a little bit more than I expected. But well, what did you I think about this it overall? game with like $60,000. What did you think about the game overall? Oh, I actually, I really liked it, but at the same time, I think I would really, like, I wouldn't really hate it, but I would probably consider the game much worse without the easy ring. Like, I, I didn't realize how much the easy ring can affected we, my can, gameplay. Can we appreciate for a moment that this game came out in, what, 1989? Something like that. that Something is, in the 80s. Like, that's that's insane to me. Like, the amount of effort and, like... Just weird, like interesting shit, like the different music, the different sprites, like the different areas, like from a game from the eighties. Like that's insane to me. Like this is like, yeah, yeah. Th- this game is actually extremely uh, high in scope, extremely high. Like, like this game is technically a, a huge achievement for the NES. Like this absolutely. is one of the later titles for the NES too, and it so looks kind of makes sense. Like the the the, gr- the sprite work looks so good. Like all the enemies look awesome. The music is good. Like. So, so the funny thing is, like, I, I've played about an hour to Earthbound, so, like, when I when I think of this game, I think of it in reference to Earthbound, I'm like, oh, wow, Earthbound, like, came very, very far from this game. Like, I've the, never played yes, Earthbound. Yes, there there are some uh the, some some sprites that like look very good, but like the the overworld map with like the rivers looks very very am- like not amateur, but like uh and antiquated, I I would say. Like I, I definitely noticed it was an NES game. Well, what the fuck? Sorry. It's it, yeah, it's like the NES. Like what the fuck do you want? It's just like it, it it is very insane to me what um developers did with so little back then, and like I gotta give them major props for this game because this is a weird 
interesting like esoteric game like i understand why it didn't come to the americas like this is like i said it's a weird game like the like for example i have i have a talking point here within the first like five minutes of the game uh you you get attacked by furniture in your house you get attacked by a, a lamp a doll like those are the first two enemies you encounter and then you have to find a key which you go to your terrifyingly dark basement to get some random shit and then the first enemies I encounter in this game are a crow smoking a cigarette, a a hippie, which I'm assuming is high on PCP, who starts attacking me, and then I get attacked by a redneck. Like this is a very yeah. weird yeah. And, and like the redneck is not like so so you you play as a ten year old child basically, and yes. you're getting attacked by a full grown redneck. Like the redneck will overpower you and then like you have to restart the game because there's no save point. It's really yeah. annoying. I actually didn't realize that you could uh save by telephones until like it was too late. I definitely game over and had to do the entire intro cutscene again. Oh no. Yeah, this this game honestly. So I, I gotta go into uh, the the plot and how you actually play this game first. But I, what I will say is that we play this game. It's kind of like most RPGs at the time. There's random encounters. The random encounter rate is honestly bullshit. Yeah, the it, way it's that it works unreal. though, the way that it works, I think it's completely random, which uh, which sounds good in theory, but. Usually, as a programmer, I've realized that completely random is is really it's not, not really appealing random, to consumers. No, no, no it, it's not that it's not really random. It is really random, but like what people perceive as random isn't actually random. Like you actually go into these like applications that have like shuffle mode on like their music and stuff like that, and they have to alter it from completely random due to the fact that like people don't perceive random as random. Like if you get the same song three times in a row, you're gonna think, oh. This isn't random. This is glitch. But like, but like re- yeah, the random could be like the same song technically five times in a row or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and and it's more likely than you think, and that's that's the issue with games like this. I think this game is completely random, and that um, at certain points you go like like a minute, two minutes without like even like encountering a, a single enemy, and then it'll be and like, then, like five in like three seconds. Yeah, like literally you move one pixel and you you face another enemy. Yeah. And that's super annoying, but at the same time when you when you're leveled enough, like they they literally don't affect you. Like they they do one damage to you at maximum and then and then you go go on your way. It's a really grindy game in that way and the fact that like we have an easy ring that halves the encounter rate shows it's... that like this game was seriously flawed when it was released. But yeah. I'll I'll go a little bit into the actual gameplay of this game cuz we've said it's an RPG and we haven't really talked about what happens. So go right ahead. Earth, uh mother, uh you basically you wake up, your furniture's moving, some shit's happening and then you get a call from your dad. He's like, "Yeah, investigate it." So you realize there's some aliens and they're attacking and it's three in the morning and I'm really botching this this summary. But <laughs> but basically some some aliens are attacking, they're making shit fucked up, and you gotta solve it. That's I mean the game. In, in classic uh RPG style, not everything is explained. It's kinda like there's aliens, I guess you're the one that has to save it. It doesn't tell you why you want to. There's really no thought into the overarching reason why you're doing it, your dad's just kind of like, you got to save it. And it's like, okay, I I have tele- uh, telepathy for whatever reason. I guess it's going to be up to me. And you kind of yeah, like, exactly. you kind of like, and who were you? Because you could actually name yourself in this game. You could name multiple characters. Uh, I named myself uh, Nestendo, I think that's, or whatever. Like, I, I looked up what the official name was and I just named it that. So it's Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, it- and so, so I think both of us use a guide at some point. Uh, so I, I normally, I did not want to beat this game with a guide, but at a certain points it got so stuck that uh, I was like, you know what? 
If I was in the if, if I was in eighty nine, I would probably buy the Nintendo Power Guide. Yeah, so that goes so back like, to what I was saying about oh, this being a classic RPG. There are just points where it doesn't make any sense where you're supposed to go and whatnot. Um, like you could probably I really find. I think a- there's two points, but I'm not sure if you got to them. I mean, you can. I don't care. You can mention it. So there is a point when you reach a, a an area called Magicant, and you're trying to escape it, and you have to talk to this guy in the wall, and you have to specifically answer four questions correctly in a row before you're actually able to leave. Oh, is uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's like the first zone you go to. I went there. It's like in the there's like the dragon down there and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I just basically like brute force it. Well, well, I mean, there's like four options. It's like yes. All right, I hit no. All right, it goes. It, it ends like, and then the last option, I just did it again differently next time. I mean, well, well, okay, I did that incorrectly, and then I like went through the entire cavern again, like tried to whatever. Uh, so I guess, I guess I'm just an idiot in this realm. But uh, the other area you definitely haven't gotten to because we've talked about how far you've gotten in this game. Yeah, the, this game is possible without a guide, but as as 80s fashion, it definitely has some flaws in, like, the storytelling. And, like, there's areas where you really just can't get past unless you, like, under... Unless you fundamentally understand, like, where you're supposed to go, and that's hard. Yeah, there's a couple points where I was just like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, I guess... Like, you, you kind of, like, finish a dungeon, then it's like, did, did I finish it? It didn't really give me any dialogue to say that... Because the problem is with this game is, like, you'll go into a dungeon, you'll get to the end of it, and it's like, you click a button, and it's like, okay, well, am I doing... I don't want to leave, and then, like, I I didn't do, like, one thing, and I have to come, like, all the way fucking back. Yeah, I actually, I did that once, uh, and and we'll go into this later, because it was was a very important part of the game, but, uh, yeah, this game doesn't really have a great sense of direction. It's it's actually very open-ended, so the things that I did first... Uh, definitely weren't parts of what Dana did. Dana, you completed about half this game, right? Yeah, yeah. And what? So you you had you had Nintendo. I had Picante because I couldn't get Picante. But uh, my my partner in crime, uh, my nerdy friend, his name was Money. I had <laughs> I had a girl on my side named Crimes. I had I had a uh, gang leader named Sewer. I just had left I, them all. I always leave them at default names because then really uh, even even the name of the food. So like basically, no, no, no. You, I na- I named the food ass. So like anytime it was like, <laughs> well, your favorite food is ass. I was like, would you like some ass? We are yeah, we yeah, are there, well known for points in the game where you could get like free uh, regeneration items, and like they, they you have to in the beginning of the game it asks what your favorite food is. Mine was Cheeto, so I was like, oh, you want Cheeto? And I'm like, yeah, like, like a Cheeto, just one like yeah, uno, just uno one mas Cheeto, Cheeto por favor, because because. Cheetos would not fit in the in the description. Yeah, I said ass in all caps. So, I mean, so that, that my, works, man. So my mom was like, "I've made your favorite food, ass." <laughs> I'm I'm five. Just I'm sorry. Baked on a plate, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, like as far as like mechanics and stuff like that, it's like classic RPG. If you've played like a really really old RPG, it's like this typical turn base. The battles aren't really too difficult. It's like you can just kind of like over level yourself to the point. Um, where a lot of the fights you can just kind of auto through. One thing I did yeah. not, one thing I did not like though, is every time you get a new character, they start at level one, and you're at like level twenty by the time you get your first character. So it's like, all right, I got my first character, so then I have to run back through the zone of enemies that are like around my level. So it's like they can't do anything, and then you kill one enemy, and they get six levels, and you have to sit there and click. Uh, excuse me press a through like all this dialogue because you're leveling up which i i think that's like a huge oversight like that's like come on you know they should not be level one 
when you get them because i don't i don't necessarily think it's a huge oversight and actually one of the one of the people the the gang leader which i don't think you've gotten to is not level one when you get him but okay uh, well both anna and anna and lloyd are both uh level one when you get them do you mean sewer and crimes yeah dude yeah but uh sewer and crimes but No, no, like the the thing is if you're so I was like over leveled way probably way more than you because like I would literally just never run from a fight ever. Yeah, I, I did every single fight myself too. Yeah. Um, so to go on a further I, point about why I didn't get farther in this game, I hate to interrupt you, but I actually lost my save file. So apparently when I extracted the RAR for the game and I extracted it into app data for some reason. So I played through the game, saved my file, and when I came to it the next day, um, I was I get a notification in my bottom right corner that my CC cleaner is like, oh, you can, you can clean out a whole bunch of your shit. So I'm like, oh, cool. So I clean it out and then it deleted my app data and I had to start all over. Because for was some... it like that? Was it like that meme where it's like the person yelling to, into the void and it's like, no. It was just like super frustrating because like for a lot of games with ROMs, you can kind of find like saves at like certain points. Like I could not find yeah. like any other ROMs for this because it's it's a ROM hack. Like if I wanted like a uh, like a Final Fantasy one that's like at a certain point, like that's super easy to find. But yeah, like, yeah. But at the same time, like this ROM hack is like the way that people play it in the U.S. Like, yeah, this is probably the most like it's so funny that we played this version of the game when I I literally own this on my Wii U. I'm just like I'm not plugging in my Wii U right now. I'm gonna play this on have, ROM. Have, have people made any mentions of like the difference in translation? Like I would. Feel yeah, like- yeah. There are definitely translation differences, but it's not significant. Like, and obviously, there's no easy ring on the Earthbound Beginnings version. Well, yeah but I, I feel like maybe like a fan translation may take more liberties to make it more what like I, what fun i and will say though is like when i tried to find guides for this game like it was definitely frustrating because like the the names were slightly different than yeah, in like the for fan some, translation for we some of the enemies yeah like or no it, and even like the towns that we were in like like there's apparently like two naming schemes like we played on the version that was like based on holidays there's like a valentine's yeah. day and a easter but like one of them has just like one of their places named like Rudolph. It's like okay, yeah, yeah, and you don't get any of that. Or like one of the items you'll find uh, on like a previous version is called like the Gold Ring, and then like on this version it's like the the Enchantress bracelet, bracelet or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, but but on on the actual like topic of like uh, the the game itself and like the place that you went, like there's like a serious like thematic like element to this game where like you go to a new place and you feel it like i was very surprised how much it hit me for an nes game like you go into the desert you feel like you're in the desert they have some like the 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 bat you haven't gone to the desert so you you don't know about the tank but but, but i mean i've gone to areas and they were like very very clearly like that area like when you go to the factory like that feels like a fucking factory like when you go to the, the... factory music is so fucking good because like it's, oh, it's yeah. not actually good it's like i wouldn't jam to that music but like i feel an intense feeling and like i it, it loops and it's a relatively short loop but like i'm just like this is intense i, I guess I'm, i guess I'm the word this. is this game does ambiance very very well like uh, and it just goes back to what i was saying earlier like they did so much with so little it just leads me to believe like the minds behind this are just uh, on next level, you know. Yeah, you you went to the snow area, right? And like the snow yeah. music is so good. It's like all like all the set like this game was made in like 1989, and the sound and art direction is like fantastic. Like you look at some NES games, and it just looks so fucking ugly. The caveat though, the caveat though, is that this is actually the GBA port. I 
I originally thought that the GBA port being on GBA probably had worse music than the Famicom version, but no, I actually listened to both soundtracks. I think that the GBA version goes a little further than the Famicom version in terms of soundtrack. Okay, so it's not like one-to-one? It's not one-to-one. It's like the actual melody is one-to-one, but like there's like, you know, different instruments. Like yeah, it sounds yeah, yeah. What better. about like graphically? It's It's the same though, right? Graphically is roughly the same. I mean, like, I think this, this, like, you've seen NES graphics that look super muddy and, like, horrible. You can't make anything out. Like, there's not much in this game you can't make out sprite-wise, I feel. Yeah. I mean, like, there, there's there's some, like, inherent flaws, but it's it's mainly in, like, the the rendering of, like, people. Like, like they block buildings and, and yeah, you can't yeah, really yeah. go around them. Like, yeah, there, there's some there's basic some... NES features, but that's because it's on NES. It's not like the, you're going to have, like... Actually goes into the point about some of my major problems with the game is, like... You literally like there's a space between two uh, buildings, but you can't go through it because it's kind of at an angle. Like you can't everything... even go in ninety percent of the buildings. Yeah. Um. If you notice, if you talk to an NPC at the beginning of the game, it says square doors you can't go through, rounded yeah, doors. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about, but like still, like why? Like I understand for ambiance making all these buildings, but it just like leads to a point of frustration. It's like okay, you made all the shit that I can't even do. Also, the entire game is kind of at an angle. Like, every building, every road is kind of it's like... It's isometric, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the problem is if two buildings are next to each other and you can physically see a gap, you actually can't go through that gap because your character does not move isometrically. It just goes north, south, east, west. So it kind of clashes with that. And then there's sometimes when there's doors that you can't go through because, like, an NPC is, like, pathing really stupidly, and it's like, fuck, I wanted to go through this door, get out of my way. It basically, it, it it's basic in that it's an FDS game, and when you when you try to go anywhere, like, even shadows are, like, drawn in, so it's you can't go into where they are. I, I mean, this game, I can't really hate it too much because it is, like, one of the first of its kind. Like, games after this, I'm sure they made the same observations that we have. Like, okay, this isometric thing is an issue. Okay, the NPC pathing is an issue. And the games that come after this in the RPG style probably fix a lot of this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I like... So I've only played about an hour of Earthbound. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we played this earthbound on the podcast but at the same time like i i genuinely think that this was a very good rpg at the time i'm surprised it didn't come to the u.s but i guess it was relatively late like i, I honestly think it's this, too, i think it's too weird for an american audience like like you're gonna i guess earthbound like, actually sold terribly like yeah, earthbound yeah was it, not, it was it was one of the worst selling games so that makes sense like yeah. i th- i think at that you had to think of like the market of video games in the early 90s, it was all, like, action, this, that. Like, you remember, like, the commercials they had for video games back no, then? No, because were all I was like, fucking, like, three. Well, you fucking see, like, a YouTube video. It's all, like, yeah, video yeah, games, you know, punch your mom in the face, fuck, yeah. But, like, this is very, like, not that. You know what I don't I mean? remember that commercial, man. But, I mean, like, honestly, like, shit got real in this game. This game got dark. I, you didn't get to, like, when it really got dark, so I'm not gonna, like, spoil it too much. But uh, I'm, I'm 100% like, yeah. gonna play it, though. Yeah, like, so, like, you started, like, there's, like, fucking animals at the zoo getting possessed, yeah. and then it's, like, uh, anim- like the cemetery is getting possessed, and then it's, like, oh, by the way, you're going to, like, transport it to magic land. Like, once you go, once you fucking go to the, the magic land, it's, like, uh, shit all gets hell, real. All, all hell breaks loose. Shit gets real. Did you, it, did you go, did you transport, and you're, like, oh, shit, I'm in, like, magic zone. Well, yeah, because that's like the very like after the zoo. That's the very next place you have to go is the magic. Zone. Yeah, it's like everything's realistic, and all of a sudden you like transfer to like fucking. Yeah, like, real DMT, realistic. Dude. You you have possessed a ghetto. No, no, but zoos. like like things are at least on Earth, and all of a sudden yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. in like living in a seashell. 
can we point out that there are so many different enemies in this game? Granted, in any given area, you're typically only seeing like two to three different enemies, but every single area, and there's probably like 10 to 15 areas, have like five to seven enemies, it seems like. There's probably no, at least. And, and the battle system is relatively unique. You have the uh, like Final Fantasy, like. Uh, you know, fight, fight attack, run, defend. guard. Yeah, but like, there's PSI too, and like, there's there's really cool moves that you could do, especially once you get your uh, magic girl partner. Uh, yeah, in she the has mix. she has a lot of cool abilities like PK freeze and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but like, like that. honestly, the the most innovative thing is the auto battling mechanic, yes. which is great. Honestly, it's so great because there's certain things you want to just like. I've done this battle so many times. I want to. I just want to plow through. I just want to plow through. Yeah, and and yes, it's not the most intelligent, especially when there's multiple enemies. But like, if you're if you're leveled enough, it's like okay, these enemies it are doesn't done, matter. Yeah, I, yeah, I do it, the same yeah. thing. One of my actually probably my major qualm with this game is definitely the inventory and menu system is fucking terrible. The I amount mean, of times I accidentally pressed the wrong button trying to get to like the inventory and menu, like I I just like didn't just, get you, it you and I played hitting, this game for thirty hit, hours. You keep hitting like no, you keep hitting no, or like you accidentally buy something from an NPC, like a. Like I said, it's it, it's hard to give it too much shit because it's the first of its kind. But man, like some of those inventories are fucked. Or if like you'll find an item on the ground, oh, you can't pick this up. You gotta drop it. Uh, did you ever have the problem where you stored an item and then realized you needed it? I I definitely could see having that problem. I was very lucky not to because I trusted my inventory space. Not trusted, but like I valued my inventory space a little too much. This game is absolutely terrible with inventory space. You it's only have horrible. eight slots, and there's way too many key items for eight slots. Luckily, yeah. when you get two to three players, like you get eight slots per player, but you don't really understand what you need until you need it. Like there's no you indication of a key item. You could actually drop key items. I think. So, like for an example. Um, you get an item at the beginning of this game for saving this girl. Oh, no, excuse me, from your dad, like, from the basement. You get the this con- item. The P- the badge? No, it, 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 I, I'm, I'm confusing it with another item. You get an item from your basement. Oh, the, the, the diary. I, I actually, I stored the diary, and it took so long for me to realize to get to Magic Ant that I needed yep, to get I that did, diary. I did the same exact yeah. thing. Like, I was like, what the fuck do I do? It was do? literally an hour of my life gone to, like, finding out that I just didn't have a key item in my inventory. Yeah, like, Cause, and it cause does the thing nothing is, to tell you that you need that, by the way. Nothing. Yeah, the, th- the thing about items in this game is, like, you could easily fill up your inventory, A, by buying things, but even key items. Like, for example, if you go to the zoo and you want to break into the zoo, there's a guy who's like, oh, I have a zoo key. And then you talk to him again, it's like, oh, I have extra zoo keys. So you can, like, you can fill up your entire inventory with zoo, with keys. zoo keys. It's like, yeah. okay. It's like, um, I never really had a problem with, like, being too weak. Or You mentioned the point of being, like... Oh, some of this was pretty hard. I never had no, a problem. No, no, I, I didn't think this was hard because we had the easy ring. We well, had the easy ring, man. Well, like, I, I got, like, the best items. I had so much money, like, I got, like, all the best defensive shit. But that's because we had the easy ring. Yes, it, ma- it made the game easy, and I also used a little bit of a guide because I was not going to deal with a lot of this shit, so... No, but like, like you, I, I read these guides and like they're talking about, like, oh, you better be this level. I'm like, I'm literally 20 above this level, and that's because of the easy ring. So I, I, I think that we are honestly spoiled, but at the same time, I had a really good experience. Like, this makes me really want to play Mother 2, a.k.a. Yeah. Earthbound. I probably I, will at some point. If we don't play it on the podcast, I'll probably just play it on my own time, because believe it or not, I play video games on my own time. There's some stuff I really want to talk about about this game. I, I actually beat the game, and I actually, I I genuinely enjoyed it. I think the ending was good. Um, there isn't, so I'm, I'm going to say this as vague as possible. The ending area of this game makes what you did... You're a you're a bitch. You're a tiny bitch boy, three foot eleven. 
Like that's, not even close to a man. Kinda, like you. Mean. Uh, sorry to anyone who's short, but I'm, what I'm saying is that uh, Dana has a one-inch penis. Um, I'm what six, I'm saying. I'm, well, what the fuck? You call me a bitch boy and say I have a small dick? Like what the fuck? I'm six. No, foot what two. I'm saying is like that's that's you at the best midway through the game. Once you get to the ending game, you gotta you gotta grow that dick three or four inches because. It gets really intense. There's like this mountain that you have to climb, and all Why the enemies. Why are you telling me to get suck. a boner? I'm not talking. I'm not well, talking you, temp. You, you gotta get. I'm, rock I'm not hard talking to play temp. This game. I'm not talking temp. I never talk temp. You're like I'm fucking torqued I'm, on the I last never side of me. Temporary. This is important, man. No, uh, <laughs> there's like Mount Ikai or something like that, and basically every enemy that sucks gets way worse, and then you have to beat. The- like it seriously sucks. Like even even with the easy ring, it was really annoying. And there's areas of the game I mentioned two places where I have to look at a guide. There was another place I had to look at the guide, and it was just like so unbelievably tedious. I can't imagine doing this without the easy ring. It was so ridiculous. But so a point to the make game was is fun in, in that magic area. There's three amulets. There's the earth amulet. There's the water amulet and the fire amulet. I bought one of each of them because when you get to the future areas, I'm assuming there's like it's like water enemies. It's all like fire enemies. It's all like earth congrats. Enemies. Those don't matter. It doesn't matter. Like these enemies are so over over leveled that like it's so stupid. Like 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 you like there there are points where like the game even if you are significantly over leveled. You have to go back and heal because a single fight for like, like you ever, you ever face like, cause the game works where you could have one enemy and then you could have like four enemies, like four of the strongest enemies in a row. Like, did you ever go in that haunted house? No, I didn't get that far. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going okay. to, I'm going to call you a, a bitch. I haven't got there yet, so I could be wrong. But as of right I now, genuinely think you're less than halfway through the game now, even though, even though your guide says you're two, th- two thirds of the way. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call you. There's so you, much shit you haven't done, man. I'm gonna call you uh, little bitch, baby man. Uh, what I'm and, saying is that the end game of this game is like significantly harder than the rest, and uh, it's terrible. I, it's I actually I'm, not I'm, fun. I hope I'm proven wrong. Next podcast, I'll bring it up and I'll let you know uh, what happens. The last thing I want to bring up, oh, besides the fact that like this game was satisfying, I'm glad I played it. I enjoyed the ending, and I I look forward to playing Mother Two, aka Earthbound, but. Did you ever get called by your dad saying to stop playing because you're a loser? Yeah, all the time. He also asked yeah. me for my name one time, and I wasn't paying attention because I was just spamming A. Yeah, no, I, I got that too. But, like, the way this game works, if you play for, like, four hours plus, I don't know the exact amount, but, like, you will get a phone. You'll be interrupted, and your dad will call you. So the way that this game works, when you when you want to save, you have to call your dad, and it'll be like, oh, hey, what's up? Uh, uh, You have this much EXP. I'm your dad. Do you want to continue? And if you say yes, it's like, oh, you're a hard worker like your mom. Otherwise, it's like, oh, fall asleep with me. I'm your dad. But like, (laughs) he'll like randomly call you like every four hours to be like, yeah, you're playing too much. That's like ahead of its time. Ahead of its time, and that there's literally only one other game that does this, and we both play it. Have you ever played this game called Maple Story? It does do that, yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, it's like, you've been playing for four hours. Are you sure you don't want to quit? And it's like, I'm not even playing right now. I'm in the free market, man. It's like you've been playing. It doesn't tw- exist anymore, right? You've been playing for 26 hours. You might want to log out. The, the, 
imagine a game like telling you to try to log out when the entire game is like based on AFK. Like not the entire game, but like fifty percent of the game. Like there's, you have to be AFK for advantages. Like, there's right? literally an event right now that's called like the I'm lazy event that you get bonus XP for AFKing. Like not doing something in the game, you get bonus XP. At least so like I, I personally like I, I feel like a lot of these a lot of these things that tell you to stop playing video games. I honestly like I don't like them. I understand they're like for Dude, health it, it, reasons. It's government control. I, I should be free to do whatever I want. You know, if I want to play, uh, you know, World of Warcraft for thirty hours and shit my pants, I should be able to. Man, you would not survive in China with the shock therapy and etc. Wait, what? But no, no, like that actually is a thing. Like people got so addicted to WoW that the government uh, did shock therapy on them, and like like if you played for like what? over eight. So what if you're in, what if you're into it though, and you're like, oh yeah, let's shock me again, Daddy. Well, <laughs> I thought you meant into World of Warcraft. Um, <laughs> no, but it, exceptions being for the like, so China actually is like super progressive when it comes yeah, to esports. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they 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 really want esport wins because like they want any wins. So if you're really good, they don't shock therapy you. But if you're like a shitty. Uh, so Wangba, Wangba is the term for internet cafe in China. And like, I've been to some CDS internet cafes. Like the thing about China is that internet kind of sucks there. It's gotten better now, but um, the best internet was always at the Wangbas, the internet cafes. And the way that they worked is you go into those, they have no windows. They're, it's ACs blasting and everyone's smoking. Like I felt like I was, yeah. I lost a year of my life every single time I went there. And, like, yeah, I, I, I see like the pictures of like, they have like bowls of like empty fucking like new like uh like instant noodles and like cigarettes and cigarettes and cigarettes and they're just sitting there gaming for like 20 hours yeah and the way it works is like you have like a card that's hooked up to your citizen id i was different because i was a a foreigner but like it's hooked up to your citizen id and if you play too much like they don't say this but the gestapo comes and takes you away and uh, really like it's not like if you play 18 hours the gestapo time it's like it it, it's like it's like one of the it's you play more, you does, might get abducted. Does like the it's, prime minister come and spank you or something? Or yeah, Xi Jinping himself is like. I guess it kind of wraps up. Mother, now we're on the topic of, of China a little bit. I actually have a kind of a little bit of a talking point. Is um, so China has their own like Twitch kind of partner. I, I forget the name of it, but a lot of American there's like streamers, Panda Panda something. I forget. Yeah, like, so a lot of um, esports organizations actually have contracts where their um, players have to stream on the Chinese services, and they're actually getting more views than Twitch. Uh, and they're so, actually getting so, more so money So there's two parts of this. There's two parts of this. The first part is that, yes, um, for those who don't know, China... Like, honestly, this is not like me, me, me being condescending. Like, uh, I've, I've spent uh, a lot of my life learning about Chinese history and like I, I definitely enjoy talking to people about things that might know about not might not know about China. But yeah. at this point it's probably common sense, so I'm I'm probably just sounding like an asshole trying to explain. Yeah, they have they basically but, have their own internet. Like yes, yes, yes. There's the Chinese firewall, which basically blocks most US sites, which which kinda it's funny when you when you think about like, oh, we're banning TikTok, like like, oh, it's not like Literally, Facebook is banned in China. Literally, Google yeah. is banned in China. Most sites are banned in China that are popular in the U.S. And there's two reasons for this. One, the the spread of information. Like if you ever yeah. search on on Chinese websites like Baidu or, or Yoku, like about like Tiananmen Square, you're not going to find any information. No, Yoku it's is, be is YouTube. Yeah, it's going to be blocked. But it's it's two parts. One, they're trying to not uh, get information spread that they don't want to get spread. But two. 
they 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 understand with a population of 1.3 billion they could easily have their own market for websites so like any website that could exist in the u.s like they're gonna have a chinese variant and that Chinese variant becomes the most popular because they literally block like like we that's, wouldn't that's we like wouldn't all block Yoku in, in in the U.S. We don't block Yoku. You can go to Yoku, but like they they don't care about blocking YouTube. They don't care about blocking Google. They're gonna do it. So yeah. um um just to go further to go further on my point though, like what brought it up is I, I was watching a popular streamer and they had mentioned um an esports organization saying they're getting all their streamers to sign up for that website uh used to be able to but now you can't anymore you have to like go through like all these laws and they have to like authorize you to stream on there and stuff like that but um there's serious serious money to be made as a foreigner on these websites uh because from my understanding is the chinese market is like hungry for that kind of content so yeah i I mean they they got like momo and shit like that like billy billy uh, I, I forget the website. There's like one called like Panda, but I, th- I think but yeah, I think I, mean, I think it's Billy Billy is the one that I, uh, I'm talking about. Like their esports is huge. Like they go hard in the paint. Shorty, what you think about it? No, like traditionally, like China is a communist state, and communist states uh, have generally. Oh, so so China is not communist at all. I, I, don't, no. I don't. I hope people don't realize like China is a capitalist, opportunist, uh, authoritarian regime. But yeah. Um, traditionally, states, states that have uh, de- like uh, stem from communism like significantly care about sports. So you might have heard like Russian and Chinese like uh, Olympic medals and stuff like that. Yeah. Part of it is just like honor to the state, and because of that, they value esports more than like a, a country like the U.S., where it's like, yeah, yeah we esports is cool if you win, but they're not like going to actively train people. Like China's like literally like they have state sponsored like esports regimes. They want to win. And so you're seeing like a massive, massive amount of people in China. Um, they're just wrecking people in games. <laughs> it's not that they're wrecking people in games, but like there's just more numbers in general. Like if you yeah. have, if you have an esports league and eighty percent of the people are Chinese, like it's it's probably going to be a Chinese person that wins. Like the 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 most recent Hearthstone champion was in China. It's just something that doesn't translate to the U.S. in terms yeah. of like pride, con- country pride. Like yes, well we have country play the pride game in, are like other ways (laughs) yeah yeah true but like this is like a national pride of of these countries while in the u.s is like oh it's cool if we win but i don't give give a shit about this at all well i mean i think there's like a lot of um pride in winning things in the united states i think it's more traditional and that's another problem i have in the united states i feel like we're getting uh almost like left behind in the modern age like a lot of other countries are modernizing ahead of us but we're still stuck in ideals that are in the past i feel as far as like what we idolize and so on and so forth I don't disagree with that, but I'm, I'm what I'm specifically talking about is like if you tell someone that we that the U.S. won the League of Legends championship, they're probably gonna be like, "Cool." While literally in China, like they're oh, yeah. going yeah, yeah, to yeah. sponsor but, the League of Legends, like, but players. That, that's like, that's what I mean, like uh, about us being like left in be uh, in the past, like when they play like like CS:GO tournaments on fucking uh, ESPN and all the fucking boomers like lose their shit. Yeah, TBS. Uh, what was it? E League or whatever. Yeah, and, like, all the boomers, like, lost their shit. Like, it literally did worse than Big Bang Theory uh, reruns. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have fun with that, man. No, it, it's, it's uh, to go further onto that, it's, like, uh, uh, a good point uh, someone uh, I respect made up is that if you go to any modern European or Asian country, like, the cities will just make any American city, like, look old and outdated as far as, like, eh. the... Mo- the modernities and stuff like that so so remember when dana talks that he's I, have you ever even left the country yeah where'd he go i've been to canada 
Have you ever left North America? Uh, I've been to Mexico. Have you ever left North America? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, Mister uh, Mister Worldwide. Bald reveal, <laughs> Mister Worldwide. Uh, uh, Dale. Okay, heads yeah. back on. Never again. <laughs> Never again. But no, I had to say something because if you're bald, you could Mr. yell Dale as, as as loud as you want, and no one no one will stop you. The issue with Dana is that he's a hater. So we're talking about esports and video games. Uh, I'm sure you saw some of the reveals for the PlayStation and Xbox. I mean, at this point, it's kind of a little outdated. Yeah, it's outdated. I I had a talking point from this from like the 16th, like because we haven't met in like a. So the thing the thing is basically it's gonna be like three weeks after the fact because we're we're now doing it not a week late, but we also had a two week gap. So. Well, no, it was, I just want to say a week gap, and you, you, we're gonna try to get this out by Monday, so then it would be at the same time frame. It just it just sounds old because we're a week. Yeah, past. yeah, yeah, true. But like the Xbox Series X is the absolute worst name for a game console ever. There was like a there. I'll, I'll read it verbatim. Um, there was an article that was. The Xbox Series S will not run Xbox One S enhanced versions of backwards compatible Xbox One Series X games, but will instead run Xbox One S versions of Xbox One and Xbox One 360s titles. Like, like wh- what? That's that's too many Xboxes in a row. Like, like the, the amount of pa- like parents they're gonna get like the wrong system. Or did something. you did like, you see that when the Xbox Series X went on presale, that the Xbox One X went up seven hundred percent in sales? So I actually st- I I went to GameStop the other day and I actually I was having a conversation with the employees about this. What that was was um it was a series of extremely poorly coded bots because if you're you know nowadays everything's bought up by bots like the new Nvidia cards were bought up by bots the new uh, Pokemon card set was bought up by bots like all the shoes are bought up by bots there are poorly coded bots that got confused with the names since they're so similar and bought out that many uh, Xboxes. It, 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 so an extent of that is human error, but it's like 90, 92% uh, like bots that bought the wrong thing. So I'm so, I, we were going to talk about Xbox PS5, but I have a very important thing to talk about, and it's I'm just so frustrated as a human being. I want to buy things. I'm a consumerist. I just want things in my house, but I can't. And I'm so frustrated. So this has happened. I was like, okay, I want to buy the new analog Game Boy Pocket or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on the CU podcast. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm seven minutes late. I guess it's sold out. So that happened. Yeah. And then, like, hypothetically, I wanted a new system it would be sold out within minutes, right? And then, so, the the final straw, and the point where I'm extremely pissed, is that Nintendo, for their 3D All-Stars promotion, had a limited pin set, and you had to do shit. So I had to do their survey regarding which Mario am I. Apparently, I'm like Mario... Whatever. I'm some Mario from, like, <laughs> uh, 64. Sure, I'm Mario 64. And then I had to download Mario Kart mobile and like play like eight tracks and then i also had to like go to the music player of my game and also redeem points for like my specific mario and like i did all the shit i did six steps and then it's like okay you could finally redeem it for the the pin set and then within five minutes the pin set was gone it sold out like it's not even sold out it was free it was free if you order the game you just had to pay for shipping and they had a limited run 
and I just couldn't get my fucking 30th anniversary pin set. I'm actually extremely upset about this. I mean, that just, like, it goes back to what I was saying. The similar thing happened. I, I For those that don't know, I work at a card shop. Uh, the newest Pokemon card set dropped. The MSRP is $50. They are literally sold out everywhere because they're going for about $90 online. People are literally fist-fighting at Walmarts and posting the videos online to grab these. See the same thing with sports cards, like the new soccer set, um... From I think Piani, I think is the company name. People are buying them for like twenty dollars, and then they sell them for one hundred and fifty online. So like you go to WalMarts and Targets, and you just can't find that stuff anymore. Um, the, you just can't, just can't, you just can't buy anything anymore. You can't buy video cards. You can't buy shoes. You can't buy electronics. Like every single thing is sold out immediately. And I understand there's like supply issues, especially with COVID. But like I don't know. I I feel like. Every single thing I want that other people want is impossible to buy, and that sucks. You, you it buy, just you makes buy it, me buy it secondhand for like three times the price. Yeah, exactly. But like, I don't know. I just like as a as a person who wants things in my home. I'm I want cool ass. I want dope ass Mario pins in my house, and like, I guess I I guess I'm never getting these because people are selling them on eBay for a thousand dollars. What the fuck? Yeah, it, it's some stupid-ass shit. It's really, really, really stupid, and I'm just frustrated. Did Every you like, single thing did you I like want. The, uh, did you like the Mario Kart mobile game, though? No, it's terrible. I thought I played it for, like, fucking three months when it came out. The game was fun as fuck. I was, like, on the leaderboard and shit. I absolutely hated it because, like, it it just not it didn't feel fun to turn. I'm, re- I'm really good at Mario Kart, so it's like, it, that felt like second nature to me. I so. could probably destroy you in actual Mario Kart, and you have a Wii, or you have a Switch now, so we could actually play the new Mario Kart. I'm absolutely down. Like, I, I, I actually will throw down. Okay, but you're probably going to lose because you're straight up the worst, and uh, everyone no, this, knows that mobile Mario Kart does not I, translate. I, as soon as I get paid on Friday, you I'm buying it. I'm going to buy it, and we're going to rap battle it. Race. Speaking of buying it, are you buying a PS5? God, no. So the thing is, like, the price, I will probably buy a PS5 a couple years later when there's actually games for it. Yeah. Like, there's the, no reason to buy it. If you have a PC that actually plays modern games, there's no reason to buy a launch I'm title. Gonna, everything I'm going to want to play, I'm going to be able to get on PC, and everything I can't play, I'm going to watch my favorite streamer play, it, and that's fine for me. What if Clint doesn't play it? Who says Clint's my favorite streamer? Maybe if, my favorite Tyler my, fa- my favorite streamer is Picante Live. Picante Live's not gonna play it. Well you're a little bitch. I mean I should have streamed Earthbound. It was it was fun as shit, man. I actually I actually really enjoyed it. Like I was happy I played it. And like I bet I would be less happy if I did if I devoted the normal amount of time to playing games than we usually do, you know? Well I, I think it's a cool thing that you like for the longest time we were just playing two hours of games and you yourself, like you never complete games. Like you're like full on completing games. I think that's how you know it's like something that like you genuinely enjoy, which I think is at cool. the same time I I genuinely think that like with I I've just been blessed with circumstances that I could do this. Like I I don't think that I would be able to do this in normal circumstances, especially like we had two weeks to play this game. If it wasn't for uh the the gap that we had in recording, I don't think I would have finished the game, and I was really happy that I did. I mean, like we can ask like our viewers and what they think about it. If like we have like a big game like this that's like several like ten twenty thirty hours. Because like we did the same thing with um, Death Stranding, where we put the two weeks, I felt like we got a better experience out of it. True, so. but at the same time, I still haven't beat that game, and I'm too scared to go back. I beat it, so. I didn't beat oh, we this, We got a so. badass here. Speaking of RPGs, though, are you, so Final Fantasy 16 exists. 
it looks so fucking dope. Like that that's um probably one of the points I want to make is it's M rated. It's like gory, there's gonna be tits and blood, like I'm excited. <laughs> that's that's there's gonna be tits in this game. That's like their t- their fucking trailer. Yeah, I'm down. Like, did you see the trailer? No, I don't I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Really? Oh, no, uh, no, correction. I've I've only played two games and they piss people off when I say them. I've only beaten Mystic Quest and Crystal Chronicles. Oh god. Crystal Chronicles <laughs> is the best Final Fantasy game of all time for GameCube. I mean, that's objectively wrong, but you're allowed to enjoy it. Like Crystal Chronicles is the best Final Fantasy game of all time, and anyone who disagrees with me probably shouldn't be on a podcast. I, I I've I've played six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten, two, uh, fourteen. I've played the one where no one cares about what you're saying right now. Why just you're a bully. I, the, I, this, I'm a bully, this, but it's because of good reason. Like This is the virtual bully podcast. About, yeah, the virtual bully podcast plays bully on PS2, I guess. I've never played it. but uh, It's also another really good game. Uh, real quickly, though, Microsoft vs. Xbox, though. Oh, excuse me, Microsoft vs. Sony. I feel like the PlayStation beat the shit out of fucking Microsoft this time around. So, so the only reason I would have thought that Microsoft won, I thought 500 was a little low, and that... Uh, PS5, considering that Sony as a company is doing terrible besides the PS5. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, they can't price it as low as the Xbox. But no, they price it the same. And honestly, I don't see a single reason why anyone who has a good PC would own an Xbox. Like, there are exclusive. Over the past couple of years, like, Xbox has made themselves, they've emphasized themselves as a company. Like, yeah, if you have a PC, don't buy an Xbox. Yeah, you can like, play these games. But I, th- I think that's, I think, did we talk about this in the in the, the past? That instead Probably they're gonna, like 10 episodes ago. Yeah, instead of, like, an Xbox, they're going to have, like, the um, Xbox gaming PC type thing, kind of like an all-included yeah, yeah. thing. No, I, I understand what you're talking about, but at the same time, like, I don't it just think it, doesn't work in a console generation. Like, people just view consoles differently, and the Xbox... Well, is, I, I just don't Xbox think they're, they're going to have... fucking lose. Yeah, I don't think the Xbox is going to be a console, like, a, a generation from now. Like, I, I would yeah, be no, very... Yeah, no, I agree with that, 100%. Like, I, I seriously... There is no chance I get an Xbox Series X, and there is a chance I get a PS5, because... The, really, sadly, the, the reason why I would get a PS5 over, like, I didn't get a PS4 because it didn't have a HD DVD player. I'm very, 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 very minority in that way. Like, no one cares yeah. about DVDs except for me. But, like, for actual games, like, there's no reason to get an Xbox Series X. Like, there's no exclusives. Like, you just get them on PC. Yeah, I, I can't think of any games that I, I give a shit about. It's like, you know, I can play, like, the newest Call of Duty for, you know, the month that people play it for. I mean, I guess Xbox just bought on Bethesda. PC. Uh, well, they bought like Zimeo or whatever the Bethesda parent company is, but it's, yeah, but, it's not but, really gonna like those, those games, games are, are s- gonna go on PC. Yeah, they're gonna be on like the they'll be on the Epic Store or some bullshit or yeah, or Steam, the Microsoft so. Store. Yeah, like Jesus Christ. But yeah, um, video games. Video games. Uh, I'm not gonna buy any of them because I have a decent computer, and like I said, anything I want, I will get it on Steam. So I mean, if we're talking video games, like I'm. If we're talking video games, like this entire podcast isn't on video games, are you are you going to BlizzCon twenty twenty one? Woo! Uh, I am. I think it's cool they're gonna have like the virtual BlizzCon. I always do enjoy watching it and stuff like that. So Although virtual I, BlizzCon isn't even new, right? Like they've always had a virtual ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can always watch it, which I've always bought because you get like a mount or something in game. I'm not surprised. Uh, it does no one suck. should be surprised. Imagine if you actually think 
that any conventions are going to happen in 2021. Like it, it's not even even if COVID was cured January 1st, 2021, these these conventions takes a month to plan. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, there's there's no way and stuff like that. I am kind of upset because I know you you like to go to the BlizzCon and uh, this, I was actually hoping to myself go to one uh, soon, but it looks like I'm going to have to wait till 2022 at yeah, the earliest. It really does suck. I definitely miss conventions more than I thought, but like it's 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 not that much of a sacrifice. Like no, I no, no, no. But like we're both Blizzard fanboys, like to some extent. You like Blizzard games. I've liked Blizzard games since I was fucking like ten. You know, I've been playing original Diablo, Diablo two, Warcraft three. You know, StarCraft, StarCraft two, World of Warcraft, like you know all that shit. So it's like to go to like BlizzCon and like be engrossed in. That kind of thing is like that's like a dream of mine, kind of. So. I I genuinely still like I I would definitely enjoy BlizzCon, but like in terms of games I enjoy from Blizzard, like I like Hearthstone and I barely like it. I just like Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Like I'm actually curious about like the Blizz Blizzard Dream Haven 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 yes. Dream Haven split. Uh, Mike Morhane and a lot of senior uh people from old Blizzard came together to make the uh company Dream Haven, which. I think it's fucking fantastic because is someone like I I play World of Warcraft competitively, you know, uh, you know, top three hundred world uh, around there and stuff like that. Um, the company is not what it is. It is heavily, oh, heavily. It, so since the Activision uh, merger, it's, it hasn't been it, what it is. Yeah, and, and like been, that was like twenty eleven. So like yeah, we're they, talking they've about a decade. Been, yeah, they've been bleeding out employees. Horrible decision making. That that's just like metrics for playing, not actually metrics for making a good game and stuff like that. So, um, like I said, all these old heads from old Blizzard came together to make this company. I really, really hope they make some great things because uh, they're fantastic. But yeah, Ben, uh, Ben Brode, Rob Pardo, new um, uh, series and stuff. Uh, excuse me, studio and stuff like that. I think it's gonna be great. The only, the only thing is that uh, I, I feel concerned that like with this much senior leadership like leaving Blizzard, like that Blizzard is just gonna get eaten up and basically be Call of Duty. I mean, that's what it basically is right now. Like, the new WoW they, expansion. They make WoW, okay? They're not Call of Duty yet. When when you get guns in WoW, that's when but, but they've literally been bleeding out WoW for the past, like, three expansions. So they make horrible, horrible decisions that everyone says in beta that is a bad idea, and they still do it, and everyone hates it. And then they change it down the line and say, hey, we listened to you, you know, after <laughs> a year. Um, after a game didn't work for a year. Yeah. So... I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to 2021 and beyond for the gaming scene. Uh, with COVID, a lot of gaming things happened. We played a lot of games, but uh, it's interesting to see what the future holds. But what does the future hold for you, Sam? I'm not sure. Like I was I was looking at like just social media, and I saw like Guy Online was still tweeting. <laughs> and that made me upset. Like, why does Gaia Online still exist? Like, does it, like, do people, like, actually still go to it and, like, spend I, time? I didn't go that far. I didn't research that far. I know that we're supposed to research these things, but I would just I didn't scared want the to. fact that, like, Gaia Online still had a social media presence. Like, it just reminds me of, like, saying XD after every, like, sentence. I mean, I say XD all the time. Like, I'm in a conversation, like, a professional conversation. Like, uh, I'm, a, I'm sending an email to my boss. Yeah, like, XD, LOL. Like, XD and then my full name, you know? <laughs> That's like your like it says like um sent by iPhone instead it says like XD. Well, well, like you you know like how people are sometimes like uh sincerely or they're like uh regards or something like that. I'm you XD. just say XD, XD, <laughs> and then my name. That makes me want to die. It's like oh our lambda has been 
has been throttled by AWS. We we need to specifically uh, talk to X, Y, and Z about about this so we could get better performance on our application XD and then my name. Do you ever accidentally sign your name as like like an online alias? No, but that would be kind of awkward. <laughs> like you know, Pushy Smasher Nine Thousand or something like that. That is like, not my name. My name is Picante, man. Dude, so Jesus. I mean, there are some people. There are honestly some people who like have really unfortunate names. Well, it's like to to go back in the horrible usernames. Like I used to oversee applications for my job uh, at our previous location, and we would literally get applications emailed to us from people that had, like emails that were like you know, uh, you know, sexy slut sixty nine, you know, Goku fan four twenty, uh, weed xx sasuke scars at gmail dot com. Like sasuke it's like it's, scars. Like get a fucking like. Uh, a semi-professional email man like i mean there's like kind of a story about this with me and that like when i was in like 2010 i had this like random photo of me like drunk with an eye patch as my like my actual like email like you know like everyone has an email that's like their actual name yeah 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 and um like i made this my my profile in like 2010 and then I, I I almost immediately removed it, but there was like some weird caching that occasionally like it would send like I oh, I actually no. did not get a job because like the recruiter was like you know your profile picture is like you with an eye patch right I'm like I I removed that like four years ago man because I was like in 2010 <laughs> so like I have, I have since just replaced it with a professional picture but like it you you'd be surprised you would be surprised at at. How many people don't want like uh, a picture of like Sasuke having or making out with Naruto? I mean, as, as to be fair, my, my Facebook picture is a, a dog with a wig that looks like me holding a gun. So, like, I'll post that on the company Facebook. I didn't even page. notice that gun, but I get. I guess. Like, I'll, I, I'll post like official like you know posts on our Facebook page that like the owner of the company clearly sees. Maybe he doesn't notice the gun. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna get banned, man. Like SoundCloud. On Twitch, do you know why that happened? Uh, DMCA, like automatic, right? Really? Okay, I know. I know you sent something about that. I had no idea, man. Yeah, it was like an automatic. I, th- I thought DMCA. it was a good story. I thought it was like some SoundCloud rapper said some. No, shit. like th- that's like the official like SoundCloud like Twitch channel. Lame. Okay, next topic: Coca Cola in the sun does some shit i I don't want to talk about this you you so we have a like a just feed where we send each other shit to talk about and like he sent me this coca-cola that's piss piss colored (laughs) are mildly interesting this is what coke looks like when it's sun bleached i found it on the railroad tracks uh it's actually just a coke bottle filled with piss yeah so was that you man yeah dude is that why you don't want to talk about it uh, what what's even better is that that post about uh fucking Reddit. Do you even read that? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Oh, this actually hurts. Yeah, we don't think we just don't think we are smarter. We are truly too smart for social media. We care about our privacy and are not sex objects for horny thirteen year olds like on other platforms, e.g. Instagram, Snapchat, etc. We are redditors. We are anonymous. We still understand and care for each other. 542 upvotes and, and like two. and no one is like saying like this is the worst thing i've ever seen so like i have you ever seen so i've I fully admitted this like i was entranced by gamergate back in the day and yeah. i think part of this like do you remember the post about the guy like we are gamers 
We we spend twelve hours a day. On, uh, let me let me find the we are gamers copy pasta. It makes I'll, I'll, me want to die. Yeah, and there's like you know five hundred forty two upvotes, one hundred forty eight upvotes. It's just they like, targeted you know. gamers. Gamers. We are a group of people who will sit for hours, days, even weeks on end performing some of the hardest, most mentally demanding tasks over and over, and over all for nothing more than a digital token saying that we did. We'll punish ourselves doing things that others would consider torture because we think it's fun. We'll spend most, if not all, of our free time min-maxing the stats of a fictional character all to draw out a single extra point of damage per second. Many of us have made careers out of doing just these things, slogging through the grind all day, the same quests over and over, hundreds of times, to the point where we know every little detail about something that should have obtained gamer nirvana, that they can literally play these games blindfolded. Do these people have any idea how many controllers have been smashed, how many systems have been overheated, Discs and carts destroyed in frustration. All the latter be referred to as bragging rights. These people honestly think this is a battle that they can win. They are going to take our media? We are already building a new one without them. They take our game devs? Gamers aren't shy about throwing their money elsewhere or making games ourselves. They're calling us racist, misogynist. Rape apologist, and it's going to change this, by the way, a Gamergate guy saying this. We've uh. been called worse things by prepubescent 10-year-olds in a shitty headset. They picked a fight <laughs> against a group that's already grown desensitized to their strategies and methods. Who enjoys the battle of attrition that they've threatened us with? Who takes it as a challenge when they tell us they no longer matter? Uh, or we no longer matter. Uh, our obsession with proving that we can be told we can't is so deeply ingrained in years of dealing with big brothers and sisters and friends laughing at how pathetic we used to be that proving you people wrong has become very real to us indeed. An honed reflex. Gamers are competitive, hardcore by nature. We love a challenge. The this worst thing you could do like, in all of us is challenges. You're not special. You're not original. You're not the first. This is just another boss fight. Uh, okay, that, that last sentence just like... This is a real comment. That like that sent shivers like, down my spine. Like, that physically hurt me. Like, the like not shivers just, like, in terms of like, oh, this is beautiful. No, but like, this is like someone... Someone thought they were cool when they said this. Someone like said this. You're just the next boss fight. Like, I, um, I'm not... Did you, did you watch that video I sent of like the guy screeching? Yes. And like... I, uh, like, right at the end, he's like, yeah, man, I did that. He's like, I did a, such a good screech. It's like, okay, like, you you, you really think you're cool while, like, physically hurting me with your, your voice? Like, <laughs> um, to, a point to make about your fucking little shitty copypasta you just said. Have you ever actually thrown or broken a controller? I, so the only time I ever threw a controller, I actually felt really bad. Like, I, um... Uh, I lost in a video game, and I threw a Dreamcast controller at my sister's face, and she cried. <laughs> and it was bad. Like I was like, "Oh shit!" I I faced the consequences for this. It was, I I made my sister cry because I threw a, like it hurt her. Like it was bad. I was uh, like, "I'm not gonna." I was 18, man. No, no, I was in like fourth grade, like I'm third sorry. grade or something like that. Like, I, I have. Uh, it was like never... 2001. 
Like you said, these videos of people like smashing like keyboards and like I've never broken anything out of rage because it's like this is mine. I won't get it. I won't get another one if I break it. Like, yeah, the the only time I ever did it, I was like literally like first or second grade or something like that. Like it was. Well, it's like you see the people that like I was get a shot. child. They like, get shot in Call of Duty and they like throw their controller. I mean, the one room. one of the first videos I ever watched on YouTube was like the German guy smashing his keyboard. You know what I'm is, about. Yeah, that is a good. He's like, yeah, that's, that's like legitimate classic. That's a pretty good one. It looks like you're drinking that uh, Coca-Cola from the tracks right now. I'm drinking a ginger lime ice beverage. I'm not about that calorie lifestyle. Dana, every day he like looks for calories. He's like, how can I gain weight today? Dana, I'm fat I, shaming Dana. He's 400 pounds and he deserves to die. No, I'm not. I didn't say that. I did. I, I, I had. A, all, I did have a double, like, massive cheeseburger and a fry today. How How is the the journey to the other side? The the side without fast food. That's tough. I had fast food today. I told you I had the spicy nugs. They're pretty good. I still think they're pretty good. But you see, you you're. you're I was like, they're really good, and you're like, eh, they're okay. But it's like you're. It's fast food. For fast food, I think it's pretty good. The thing is, like, you have this way with words that, like, fast food actually sounds good. And I was just like, okay, this is a nug, but it's slightly spicier. The end. Have you had the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Yeah, it's actually legitimately extremely... No, okay, correction. The Popeye's chicken sandwich is extremely mediocre. The the spicy Popeye's chicken sandwich is one of the best sandwiches I've ever had in my life. That little bit of sauce with the pickle... That makes it. I, I think it's extremely good, the normal one. Yeah, that's how it be. I'm a plain bitch. I get everything plain. I don't eat vegetables. They're against my religion. My did, heart did you not have the spicy when you had the the chicken sandwich? I don't like it. I don't like the sauce. Are you a bitch? Well, I like, so I think the normal uh, chicken sandwich from Popeye's is the best, but I think the spicy from Chick-fil-A is, better, is the best spicy. Are you a bitch? Uh, no. No, sir. Do you hang out with Gucci Mane and Waka Flocka? I wish that'd be pretty cool. They're on your shirt, I'd, right? I'd probably be pretty scared to like hang out with like yeah, like going famous. to a Gucci Mane concert would be really upsetting to me. At, I would, at, like, I'd, at Club Adriana, yeah, at, at Club Adriana does not exist anymore. I checked; it, it closed really? permanently. What they 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 had a lot of like they closed permanently way before COVID because they had like ten like safety violations. <laughs> well, it was a scenario that like no one would be able to like no business would be able to overcome. Let alone Adriana's, but you have a shirt that that personifies Gucci Mane with the yeah, brick. It, it, it literally has a brick of cocaine on it. It's pretty good. Post a picture of it on a. I'll post a picture, and I think that we should just end on like a Gucci repping nerds. We're ending it. Hey guys, so if you like the episode, uh, make sure to follow Virtual Homework Podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and rate it five stars if you can. Or if you hate it, do five stars anyway, or uh, I will find you. If you rate it less than five stars, Dan will be bound and gagged on a train track. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs>